Welcome to the Clinical Podcast Series brought to you by the American Academy of Optometry Foundation. The topic for today's episode is reticular pseudodrusin characteristics and associations in the carotenoids in age-related eye disease, study two. I'd like to thank our host, Gretchen Bailey, our topical editor, Dr. Andrew Rickson, and our topical expert, Dr. Mo Raffetiri. And now it's my pleasure to bring you today's podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Gretchen Bailey, and I am a fellow of the American Academy of Optometry. I am joined by Mo Raffetiri, who is also a fellow of the Academy, and he is chair of the Retina Special Interest Group. He is also part of a retinal practice in Memphis. Hi, Mo. Thanks for talking with me. Hey, Gretchen. Thanks. Good to be here. So we're going to talk about this article, which is titled Reticular Pseudodrusin Characteristics and Associations in the Carotenoids and Age-Related Disease Study 2, or CARIDS 2, an ancillary study of the Women's Health Initiative. And the study is by Cleland and colleagues and appeared in the August 2021 issue of Ophthalmology Retina. So this cross-sectional multi-center study is called a natural history study. What does that mean? So basically a natural history study is one that you look at uh, a given finding or a disease over time to see what is the consequence of that condition. Is this something that over time will, you know, particularly something that you don't have any treatment for or is just a clinical finding or morphologic finding? Is that meaningful over time? Do we have to have a treatment for this so it doesn't have a consequence over time? Thanks for that. That was helpful. How do reticular pseudodrusin differ from Drusen? So um, clinically, they may look the same, although they don't. But uh, morphologically, Drusen are extracellular debris that deposits actually between the retinal pigment epithelium and Brooks membrane, which is the protective membrane, very tiny membrane between the choroid and the RPE. Pseudodrusen is sitting under the retina on top of the RPE. So um, pathologically, these things have different connotations and different implications, you know. And um, based on this study and based on what we know, pseudodrusin can be found in patients who don't have AMD, but at the same time, it could be an early indication of uh, patients who have AMD. And the presence of it increases as patients, you know, as population age increases. So what would you say is the main takeaway from this study? Somewhat the main takeaway is actually is the more we know, we, the more we know that we don't know. And we have to know what we don't know. And the more we know that, then we know how, how much we don't know. But part of it also is if you look in the back of somebody's eye and you see yellow spots, not all those yellow spots are created equally. Some of them are... Uh, be more benign than others, and some of them are more malignant than others, you know. So by doing multimodal imaging, by doing OCT, by looking at fundus autofluorescence, looking at IR uh, photos, you know, you, we, we have to recognize the difference between these, these lesions and 
uh, again, recognize their implications over time. Well, Mel, thanks very much. This was very helpful. I appreciate your expertise and insight and your time in talking with me. Thank you for having me, Bridget. And a special thanks to Cooper Vision for their educational grant to make it all happen.